Hey, hey, y'all, and welcome to this week's episode of Pursue Excellence with Taylor Alexis. So before I get started, I just want to say that I just feel so refreshed, y'all. I just got back to D.C. I've been off working from home for about a week for the Easter holiday. I was able to see my family and my best friends that I haven't seen in a while, So I'm just excited to be back. I'm refreshed. Baby girl is over here hype, (laughs) y'all. But to get back to the episode, we will be talking about gentrification and specifically the gentrification that is going on in the D.C. area. So for a lot of you that do not know, I currently reside in the district, but I am originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I grew up and went to high school in Pittsburgh, graduated high school Came to D.C., went to college, Howard University. Shout out to HU. (laughs) But yeah, graduated Howard. Stay here in D.C. afterwards, and now I work here. So that's just a little backstory about me. But yeah, so I usually don't speak much about gentrification, honestly, because it's a touchy subject. (laughs) But this stuff that is going on, y'all, is just getting really out of hand. So There's two, I guess you can say, movements or things that happened in D.C. that I want to highlight before I get into the conversation. So the first movement that I'm going to talk about is the hashtag Don't Mute D.C. movement. And for those of you who aren't familiar, there's a Metro PCS store on a main road, Georgia Avenue in D.C. that plays go-go music daily while the store is open and you can hear the music when walking past the store, like on a corner and from across the street. So go-go is a music genre that originated in D.C. And the store has been playing go-go music without any complaints, I guess you can say for about a quarter of the century. So some people who recently moved into the city had an issue with the music playing, complaining that it was too loud and disturbing. And long story short, There were complaints that went to corporate, and so the Metro PCS is still able to play go-go, but that was what was going on, and that is what the hashtag Don't Mute DC is all about. So when this happened at first, I am really just like, wow. So this is really what gentrification looks like. It's happening, and it's happening right in my area. You know, right down the street from where I went to school, I'm honestly a little shocked. How do you come into the nation's capital and attempt to remove cultural influences and history like you tried it? (laughs) So that's the first thing or the first movement I wanted to talk about. And the second thing I wanted to talk about and bring to people's attention is how the new neighbors and residents around Howard University's campus which is a private institution, they were using the quad, the quad, the quadrant, the yard, whatever you want to call it, as a dog park. And honestly, that is just downright trifling. And let us be reminded that this is the same yard where Howard University hosts their commencement every year, the yard where Barack Obama spoke and gave his commencement speech, P. Diddy, the same yard where the iconic Yard Fest is held, where many of your favorite music music artists, you know, have performed. So what makes you think it's okay to just casually, you know, walk your dog through the campus? And so 
I was watching in Fox News and after a Howard student voiced their opinion, opinion about how they thought, you know, it's pretty inconsiderate to walk their dog, for people to walk their dog through Howard University's campus, a response from one of the residents was, quote, they are in part of D.C., so they have to work within D.C. If they don't want to be in D.C., then move the campus. I think we need to work together, and there isn't a he, she, he there. It's our community, and that's how it should be, end quote. <laughs> so when I heard this, y'all, I honestly started laughing because I'm like, how can a person or a resident, you know, someone who moves into the community be so ignorant about the knowledge and history of D.C., of Howard University, the Mecca, to make a statement like that? And, you know, why is now the time we should work together? You know, after people have been pushed out of their homes that some people have lived in for 50 years, 20 years, simply because the property value has risen and, you know, now there's a profit to be made in the area. You know, let's just that's just something to think about. So I want to end this. The resolution ended like this, and I'm going to read a tweet from at the undefeated. And the tweet says, quote, the president of Howard University has banned residents around the Washington, D.C. school from walking their dogs on campus. The move in response to a two week controversy is a proxy for conversations about race gentrification and power dynamics, end quote. And I want to just say that is very true. And it has, it really has, because I'm confused because wait, hold up. Wasn't Howard just claimed to be too dangerous to live around, you know, because of the crime rate, the drugs and everything else that was going on. But as soon as an opportunity is presented to make money off of the property in the hood, you know, the fear is gone. So was there ever really any real fear in the first place? You know, how has this area become, you know, they're claiming it has become now so safe to live? You know, I'm just, y'all, I'm just, I'm just so confused. And these are the type of people that I like to call broke. And one thing a broke person always has is the audacity. And this time, you know, I'm not even talking about broke in a sense of finances. I'm talking about broke in the mind, you know, broke in cultural representation, broke in history, broke in knowing the history or even about the community that you're moving into. How do you move into a community and don't respect the culture? So and I just want to challenge us as a community, myself included, to be in attendance in these town hall meetings, these advisory neighborhood commission events, to hear what's going on in the community in your hood. And, you know, for some of y'all, it's the, it's the hood y'all are willing to die for, y'all put on for. So why can't y'all, you know, put on for it by going to these meetings and, and really better in that community? You know, we have to be, be the people that will and the people that do give back to our community, enhancing the history and the roots and keeping the traditions going. And this message is for me, too. You know, not just y'all, it's for me, too. We all have to get better. And I just want to encourage everyone to step outside the box. Use your gifts to give back to the community in any way you can, whether it's volunteering your time to the charity of your court of your choice 
donating items to the thrift store in your area in any way, any, any, any way. I have a friend, she goes every week and she teaches English, you know, just for two hours. So one thing that some things that I do in the D.C. area, I like working with youth and eating and feeding people. So I volunteer at this program called College Bound. I have the link in the show notes for you. And I feed the homeless sometimes at this place called SUM, which stands for So Others Might Eat. So I will put the College Bound and some both of their websites in the show notes. And that is all I have for you today. So make sure you leave reviews, spread the word, and just be blessed. If you want to to learn more about how you can help with the community in the D.C. area, I will also leave a link to the advisory neighborhood commissions meetings in the show notes as well. And also, y'all follow me on social media. I have Facebook and Instagram, but I'm the most active on Instagram. So follow me at Dizzle underscore T-A-E-D-I-Z-Z-L-E underscore and visit my website, or you can contact me through my website as well at www.taylorexiswright.com. So that is all for today, folks. Toodles.